Today is the sixth anniversary of the terrorist attacks of September 11th. It's been a day of painful remembrance and prayer, honoring those who died in airplanes and buildings, firemen and police, civilians and military. What did it do to the country? How has it affected us individually? Have we forgotten how it felt that day? This is Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Today we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. And the people who knocked these buildings down will hear all of us soon. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here is today's host, Dr. Barry Creamer. Hey, I'm glad to be with you today. If you're like me, it's not hard to figure out what we need to talk about today. Uh, It's September 11th, 2007. been six years since those terrorist attacks took place. And uh, I remember uh, that day for me. I remember some of the things that I went through, some of the things that I heard, and some of the things that I thought about. And I thought it would be appropriate today, along with some of the comments we'll be making and some of the analysis we'll be doing of things that happened that day and things that have influenced us since then and some of our reactions to that, also to open up the lines to you and just invite you to have the opportunity to uh, remind us of what you went through that day. Where were you when you heard the news that a second plane had crashed into the World Trade Center, what was going on in your life that day that changed the next day on September 12th, uh, where did your attitude go, and then, you know, later in the show, we'll be talking about where it's gone since then also. So um, I just want to say hey to everybody out there uh, here in the Metroplex, uh, down in San Angelo, if you're listening, in Frederick, Oklahoma, we're glad you're all uh, participating in the show today. I really want us to pay attention to the fact that this is a memorial date, and it's a significant anniversary for us. So if you uh, have a memory about that day or your experience of it that you want to share with us, I want to invite you to call uh, 1-800-881-9270, or you can email talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. We'll try to get to those uh, emails just as soon as we can. We can't get to all of them, but we'll try to get to all of them if we can. Again, if you want to call, it's 1-800-881-9270. Now, I mentioned a moment ago, I remember what that day was like for me. I remember uh, Tuesday morning, uh, September 11th, 2001. I had gotten up, and uh, in my habit of the time, I had uh, gone and worked out and played a little bit of racquetball, and I was coming home a little bit, uh, well, right around 8 o'clock. So you can imagine I left the club before we had heard any of the reports of what happened, and I arrived home after we had already heard the reports of the things that had started to take place. The first plane had crashed. The second plane had already crashed into the World Trade Center by the time I got home, and uh, I had no idea what was going on. I walked in the front door, and there was my wife standing at the TV, not sitting, watching, but standing at the TV and saying, you've got to come see this. Uh, You've got to come see what's going on. 
and uh, they were replaying what had just happened a few moments before of the second plane crashing into the World Trade Center. And I remember hearing those sounds and those screams and seeing on the TV what was happening and and having to process just thinking. And, and the news reporters didn't even realize what was going on yet and, and having to process whether we thought it was just an accident. But two planes, no way it was an accident. And then immediately you realize that uh, something terrible has taken place, uh, something more like a terrorist attack. And then I had to start thinking, well, what am I going to do today? Do I, I have teaching obligations? I'm supposed to drive up to Denton and teach some classes today. And so I started to get ready, and she was still watching the news. And I remember heading out to, to go up and teach, and I did teach. But while I was still standing there in the living room, I remember one of the most Im- important thoughts I've had. In fact, th- this thought is still the most profound one that stuck with me since that day. My son at the time was 17 years old. And I remember thinking when I was walking out of the living room, oh, oh great. You know, my son is just about, my oldest son is just about to turn 18, and now we've got a reason to go to war. And I know that that sounds selfish, it sounds terrible, but it was just my first thought. I can't believe this is happening right now. And, you know, of course, I got past those initial thoughts, and I I went and did my job, and I taught what I was supposed to teach uh, while the school was still open. They ended up closing the school, sent us home. And uh, I remember that night coming home and listening in the evening uh, to President Bush uh, addressing the nation. So uh, let's listen to that now. Today we've had a national tragedy. Uh, Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack on our country. And he's sharing that from Florida without really knowing what to say to us yet. And uh, that evening when he spoke to us about 7.30 at night, uh, our time, uh, he was able to give us a little more information and a few more promises about what he intended to do as a reaction to the terrorist attacks. The search is underway for those who are behind these evil acts. I've directed the full resources of our intelligence and law enforcement communities to find those responsible and to bring them to justice. We will make no distinction between the terrorists who committed these acts and those who harbor them. I have to say... Uh, when I heard him speak that night, now you may love President Bush or you may hate him, but when I heard him speak that night, I was glad he was the president, and I appreciated the words that he was saying. We have our first caller on the line, so I'm going to give her a chance to speak before we go any further. Harriet, I uh, appreciate your calling. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? Um, I have a real distinct memory from that day um, after watching it on the news for several hours. I felt this overwhelming need to get in touch with my family. Yeah. I I had to find my children. I had to hold them. I had to know that they were okay, even though I knew in the back of my mind that they were all right. I think that day brought home to me more than any other time the need to reconnect, the need to every day tell people how much you love them because you never know. You never know. Right. That's really important, Harriet. I appreciate you sharing that with us because uh, I remember that day uh, up in Denton where I was uh, teaching around some other professors and some of the students that I was around before they shut down the school and sent us all home and said, we're just not going to meet today. I remember uh, all of the people talking about who they knew in New York that they were trying to call, who they were trying to identify with. But I also remember the strong sense that we had in our family that we needed to talk to our kids. We needed to spend some time with them and figure out what was going on and also just to 
to recognize that uh, life is frail and we have to keep those connections going. Listen, if you'd like to call in and share your comments about what you remember from that day, whether it's the events themselves or the impact it had on you or the commitments you made as a result of it, you can call us at 1-800-881-9270. That's 1-800-881-9270. Or you can email talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. We'd love to have your input uh, on the show today. And, you know, really what I want to know is, because I, I think for everybody this is, uh, this is a major experience in our lives. In fact, I remember when it happened, uh, that day that it happened, when I was up in Denton teaching, I turned around uh, after we had talked to the students for a few minutes about what was going on, or I had talked to them for a few minutes. I remembered writing on the board December 7th, 1941, and then, and then writing September 11th, 2001, and saying, you better, you better remember this date, because I guarantee you this is going to be a historical date from here on, because nothing like this has happened before. So um, the, the importance of the date is there. And so what I'm curious is, do you remember where you were when you found out that a second plane had struck the building, or when you found out, like I did, uh, on the drive home, my wife called me, and I wasn't listening to the radio at the moment, and and she said, uh, oh, there's a plane that's crashed into the Pentagon also. And um, I just thought, man, what is going on? You realize that within an hour of the first uh, attack, within an hour, they had shut down all of the airports in the country. They had said no more flights. It's incredible how quickly people responded. So it was a profound moment. What was going on with you when that happened? Uh, Martha, this is Barry Creamer. I appreciate your calling. Hi, Barry. Good to talk with you. My memories go back to um, missionary days in Uganda as I listened on shortwave radio every day to catch the news in America. And, you know... You were in Uganda when it happened? We were in Uganda, and then we hear the news that an airplane has crashed into the towers. And it was six weeks before I even got mail to see... What how what that looked like? Wow! And uh, it was it was just uh, really unbelievable. Uh, my husband happened to be in the capital city in Kampala, and um, he saw it on TV. So he, he saw some video of it on the radio call. You know, up there in northern Uganda, and, and I'm just it was it was it was pretty wild. But I just stay tuned to um, the shortwave radio. That's all right. the communication we have with the outside world. But, wow! Um, just to think again of your friends that are in the area. I had friends that worked in the Pentagon. Right. And, um, it was good to hear. And yeah. again, the connection thing went on all around the world. Yeah, in- incredible. And I-, I appreciate you sharing that with us just to know you're in Uganda listening on the radio trying to figure out what's going on. I- I'm telling you, Martha, my, uh, I- I'm not, I- I'm a Texan. I've lived here my entire life. I, I don't even like people from Oklahoma. Okay, I'll take that back. I'm sorry. I do. I like people from Oklahoma, but it's a chore. You know, I have to work at it. But I'm willing to like people from Oklahoma. New York, I mean, for crying out loud, you might as well be talking about Uganda when you talk about New York. But that day, didn't that change? I mean, our whole attitude changed about that. I stopped I stopped focusing on and seeing those bumper stickers people had that said, uh, you know, if you don't like it here, take I-30 and go north or whatever. If you love New York, take I-30. I, I stopped seeing that. I mean, we really identified with each other, and we're closer to each other. Uh, so I appreciate you sharing that with us, Martha. Dan uh, in Mesquite, this is Barry Creamer. I appreciate your calling. Yes, sir. What do you have for us today? Uh, I was remembering back to that day. I was, I'm a police officer here in the Dallas area. Oh, good. And, uh we were at the station that day right. uh, training. I was with the SWAT team at the time. Wow. And somebody came in and said, hey, there was a plane that just hit the one of the towers in New York. Right. And we were all out standing in the break room, and I remember just feeling, you know, I just, I, I just knew, you know, all the, the 
the police officers and firefighters that were going to be rushing to that area to. So that was your first reaction was to identify with the first responders. Sure. Wow. Sure. Um, you know, and I just started praying to myself for those guys, and you know, just man, I hear you. So what, how did you personally feel about it when you realized what had happened? I mean, how, what was your reaction to it yourself aside from, you know, I, I mean, your first reaction is, wow, those guys that are going to be going up there, I need to pray for them. Uh, you know, how did you think it affected you personally, or is it just in the fact that you identified with those other first responders? I think, uh, well, the initial response for me was the fact that, that I knew I knew that was probably going to be a really bad day for the yeah. Police and firefighters going right. there because we were standing there when the, you know watching the live reports as the second plane hit the tower. Wow, the second tower and, and so you saw it when it happened, the second one. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah a lot we of were people did. The live feed. Yes, sir. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, man. I, you know, I, I just I, I want to invite everybody who's who's had that a similar experience to share with us. You know, what was your reaction to it? And then, and then what did you do? You know, I, I appreciate the, Dan's comment that uh, his reaction while he was up there working with the squat crew to see everything that was happening was to stop and pray for the people who were going to be rushing in. I'm grateful for that, uh, for that testimony. Uh, we just have a moment, Pam, but I appreciate your calling in. You want to share with us uh, your experience that day? Yes, actually, mine is short. Um, I'm a high school math teacher, and we were just about ready to start school, and one of my we had a TV in there, and someone came in and said, you need to turn the TV on, and um, one of my students said, oh, my gosh, is this going to be in our history fighter? And, you wow. know, the kids kind of laughed at her. In the history class, you said. I'm sorry? You were breaking up a little bit. You said it, he asked if it was going to be in the history class? It was going it, it to be in the history books. Oh, yeah, right. And so wow. kind of laughed because they were, you know, not really thinking about that. But, yeah, right. Um, we ha- you know, we had to change all of our plans, and I had the kids reflect on it instead of, what? doing math that day because no one could focus but yeah it, and you know it was such an impact really we needed to think about the significance of that moment thanks man exactly. that that that's also very helpful listen uh when we come back we're going to take a look at a quick look at a psalm and we're going to talk about some of the other aspects of uh, this event that took place and really changed all of our lives and the way we view the world and our place in the world at least for a little while I'm hoping it made some permanent changes in us, but I'm not sure it did in all of us. So we want to look back on that, reflect on it, the significance of it, parse a little of it a little more carefully so that we understand the things that were going on, and uh, then give you also the opportunity to, to come back and talk to us. We've got people holding on the line. If they'll hold through the break, man, we'll get to you right after this break. This is Barry Creamer for Jerry Johnson Live, and we'll be right back. A legacy of equipping believers, training leaders to be effective in their walk with Christ. That heritage continues at the Criswell College in Dallas, and you can see it firsthand. Thursday, September 13th, come to Preview Day and learn how an education at the Criswell College will prepare you for a future of ministry and a lifetime of service. The Criswell College will grow you spiritually and academically and focus your Christian worldview. Come meet the professors, have lunch, and with two sessions, pick from a list of classes to observe firsthand and ask any questions you may have. 
Your reservation is waiting for preview day, September 13th. Call 800-899-0012. That's 800-899-0012. And you'll find more details on the web at chriswell.edu. Take advantage and see the worldwide opportunities the Criswell College can afford you as a full-time student or with classes to round out a biblically-based education. Call 800-899-0012 and reserve your place at Preview Day at the Criswell College in Dallas. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's today's host, Dr. Barry Creamer. And I'm in for Jerry Johnson today, September 11th, 2007. And uh, it's a great opportunity for us to reflect on and remember those events that took place six years ago and the things that we associate with them now. Linda, I appreciate your holding through the break. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? Well, you asked um, where we were, and I had been getting ready for work, and all of a sudden my electricity went out. And I went to work early, and while I was on hold to find out what happened to my electricity, the operator screamed. Oh, and I was like, what? And um, she said, they're crazy, they're crazy. And I said, what happened? And she described the second airplane hitting the second tower. And I put my hand over the receiver to the receptionist at my school and said, are we at four? Wow. Having no electricity, I had no idea. And it turned out that uh, my electricity was off, all my utilities were off, including my phone, because my husband left that day. Oh, man. And, um to get those things turned back on, I went home and found him at the house taking everything. Wow. And because he took everything, because uh, I discovered him, he got angry, and I heard this man that I was married to wow. say things I couldn't believe, very abusive, blasphemed God. So you were having a catastrophic day anyway. I, well, and I grew up in New York. This was my neighborhood. Unbelievable. And I wow. just was astounded. And because I'd caught him, he said, you know what, since, since you're being disagreeable and you've caught me, I'm taking everything. Wow. And all, all he left that day were the mattresses for my boys to sleep on that night. Good grief. Wow. Well, I, I can't even imagine going through that on the same day that well, these terrorist attacks were taking well, place. Well, it's wonderful what God has done. Last month, I bought another home. And our life has been restored oh, fantastic. Uh, more than what we had before. God has been so good. Well, but praise during, the Lord for that. During these last six years, um, you know, I have several times just laying flat on the floor before God crying. Yeah. You know, and, it's a good thing uh, for us to be uh, to remember our frailty and the humility that we ought to have uh, for living in this world. We don't have the strength to pull ourselves through this world. And, man, the catastrophes you were facing that day, uh, truly remarkable, would have been enough by itself. Uh, to bring your life to crisis and to have to reevaluate everything. But having seen those things that were happening to the towers uh, and then to realize what was happening to the Pentagon and then to the plane that crashed in Pennsylvania, it just went on and on. Listen to uh, Rudolph Giuliani's reaction to the attack. I don't know that I'm really able to describe it. It was the most horrific scene I've ever seen in my whole life. Now, that's what he said first, uh, that he just wasn't going to be able to describe it. Later on, uh, when people asked him again, uh, tell us what, what it was like, he was able to say at least this much. We saw the... the World Trade Center uh, in flames, a big gaping hole all the way on the top of it. We could see people jumping from the top of the building. Man, I I remember seeing uh, that image, and it still disturbs me to this day, seeing those 
you know, you thought was debris flying down the side of the building, and uh, you realize that it's people uh, jumping from the side of the building. It's just uh, uh, just unbelievably devastating. Uh, Tom, I appreciate your holding on the line as long as you have. This is Barry Creamer. Uh, it's nice to have you on the show. Thank you. Um, I was um, actually a, a relatively new airline employee when that took place, um, and I was living in an apartment up in the Maryland area with uh, nine other brand-new airline employees, and we were all sleeping when the first plane hit, but after the first one hit, right. our phone started ringing nonstop from family members all trying to determine right. whether or not any of us were on those flights because we were up in the, the D.C., New York area, and a lot of our flights went through there. Wow. And... Um, I'll never forget because the eight of us were with a group of about 100 other people who had just started flying. Um, yeah. And the, the sickening feeling that everybody had, because in those first few moments there was a lot of speculation as to you know what airlines were, what airplanes, and there was some thought that it may have been um, one of ours. And um, sure. fortunately it was not, but I just I remember that it seemed like everything was going in slow motion. Yeah. And uh, everything that we had been trained for... Um, Nothing really prepared us for that. We're right. thinking, you know, the worst thing you might have to deal with is somebody giving birth on an airplane or treating somebody for a heart attack. Yeah. Boy, it's really, it's really hard to figure out how to react in a circumstance like that. You just react, and your emotion and everybody else's emotions immediately go to the people that you love and care for the most and the people that you know about, and it's appropriate that that happens. I think some people say, if you say, well, fortunately it wasn't one of ours or it wasn't one of our planes or it wasn't one of our crew, that you're neglecting the importance of someone else, but, but, but it's not intended that way at all. That's not what we mean. We just mean... Uh, I love the folks that I know and care about, and I'm first concerned for them and glad that they're okay. And then we realize the the devastation that others face, and we share in their mourning as well, and we try to uh, work to comfort them and to minister to them. I want to read you this psalm before we get to our next call. We have some callers holding. And if you want to call in and comment on this, if you want to share with us what you were going through that day, what your reaction was, what you did as a response to it, or what you've thought of it since then, uh, the phone number is 1-800-881-9270, or you can email talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Again, it's 1-800-881-9270. You feel free to call in. I just want to read this brief psalm uh, as we're thinking about what happens on the day when uh, the world beneath us is shaken. In Psalm 46, it says, God is our refuge and our strength, and he's a help in times of trouble. Now, I'm reading from the King James, but I kind of paraphrase as we go along occasionally here. It says, he's a very present help in trouble. He is a uh, a help already having been found when we have trouble. Therefore, we don't have to be afraid. Even though the earth is removed and the mountains are carried into the midst of the sea, even though the waters roar and are troubled, even though the mountains shake with the swelling of those waters, there is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. Of course, the nations, they raged. The kingdoms, they were changed by that raging. But God, he simply uttered his voice, and the earth melted. It's the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts, who is with us. It's the God of Jacob, of Israel, who is our refuge. Come, see the works of the Lord. He can work desolations in the earth. But with that power, he makes wars to cease under the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder and burns the chariot in the fire. So be still and know that I am God, he says. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. 
So the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. We wouldn't take that time to read a scripture in every Jerry Johnson live, but you know we need to remember that when the earth shakes, the Lord does not. I know we have uh, Becky also holding on the line. Becky, I appreciate your calling. What do you have for us today? Yes, I remembered earlier when you mentioned about you writing the actual date on the board that it was going to be historic. I actually yeah. was a college sophomore at the time, and I was in Wichita Falls at class, mm-hmm. and we saw the first plane hit, but we did not get to see the second because we were in class. And because of where my school was at, we were actually next to Shepherd Air Force Base right. where all the tro- troops were. Right. And they actually came on overhead and told us that they needed everybody that was even remotely connected to the Air Force to report back to the base and that we were going to be put on curfew wow. until they heard any news about it. And the college, I had never, you know, for being a bustling college, you couldn't hear a single person talk, right. not outside, not inside. Yeah, I, I remember that sentiment around the campus I was on, too. It was, just, it, it was dead silent. I mean, people were really, either they weren't there or they were dead silent and focused on what was going on. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, I appreciate your calling and sharing that with us. What did, did Anything after that you wanted to share? I wasn't trying to cut you off there. No, you're totally fine. Um, the only thing that we, I was really actually impressed with at the college was that the minute that all this started kind of slowly calming down, Everyone jumped into what they needed to do. We had, you know, the huge blood drives and everyone right. was donating their time. And right. it was just amazing to see what we all could do when we needed to. Yeah, and that's good. It's good, to, it's good that people think to themselves, first of all, let's react, let's deal with what's going on. But then the next thing is, what do I do? Now, how do I help? What, what, what kind of difference do I make? And that was profound. Around the country, people were trying to figure out what they could do. In fact, uh, we could talk about later on the, the charitable drives for raising money for that had an impact on charities throughout the country after just because people did want to make a difference. Lisa, I know you've been holding for a little while. Uh, appreciate your calling in. What do you have for us today? Hi. Um, I am a homeschool mom of three, and we were living in Houston at a time, and I was home with the children, obviously, that morning. Right. And um, I was watching the news and giving my infant daughter her bottle, and I saw the second plane hit, and like everyone else in the country, I was just stunned. Right. Wow. Standing there saddened and just I was a mess I I was an absolute mess and my oldest daughter at the time was eight years old Mm -hmm. and I really kind of I guess I kind (laughs) of wasn't paying attention to what she was doing and suddenly I looked over and I noticed that she had gone throughout the entire house and pulled all of the blinds up and I I didn't understand what she I said honey what are you doing yeah she said when Jesus comes back, I want to be able to see him. Oh, man. <laughs> and I just saw that in the days after right. all of this happening, everyone was you know, discussing how to talk to your children about this and how to calm them down and give them a pe- sense of peace and security. And I thought right. my 8-year-old was the one that ministered to me that day. Yeah, realized thought, where her hope was coming from. Exactly. And it's yeah, that's fantastic. Me, and it was just just something that I'll never forget. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I appreciate that. I know we've got a break coming up here in just a second. We've got some of you holding on the line, and I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say in the next segment. I, I do want to say our immediate reaction, you know, uh, around the country, and when I say our, I don't mean each individual, but a lot of people, their immediate reaction was to begin attacking every Muslim and then also attacking Sikhs and other religions that just looked somewhat Islamic to them. And then, But then the immediate overreaction to that was to start justifying Islam, how great great and peaceful a nature it had as a religion. And then, and then we settled into some honest evaluation. There's some good, some bad in, uh, in different individuals. You have to be honest and evaluate it. We went through all that. 
I think one of the worst reactions we had was shortly after that beginning to blame ourselves for the attack. I think that's a real mistake, and it's something I want to talk about in the next segment. I also just want to hear from you what you were thinking that day uh, as we went through those events on September 11, 2001. I know you probably remember where you were. We'd like to hear that. You probably remember what your emotional reaction to it was. We'd love to hear that. You also probably remember what you did, and we'd like to hear that too. This is Barry Creamer for Jerry Johnson Live. We'll be right back after this brief but tremendously important break. Listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now, here's today's host, Dr. Barry Creamer. It's September 11th, 2007, six years since those uh, terrible terrorist attacks in uh, New York. And this is Barry Creamer in for Jerry Johnson on Jerry Johnson Live. I want to remind you that you can call in today uh, to talk about the things we've been asking. What were you doing? How did you react to the terrorist attacks when they happened? What were you doing when you heard about them? Uh, you can call in at 1-800-881-9270 or email talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. And uh, we've got Anna on the line right now. Anna, I appreciate your calling. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? Yes. Uh, uh, well, that's a day that I will never forget. Uh, I don't think none of us will be able to forget that day. Right. I hope not. Um, I had just come back from leaving my, my grandkids at school, mm-hmm. and I came in, and, and I started doing housework, and I just turned on the TV. At first, I thought it was a movie that they were making, and right. then, um, I saw this plane hit the building. I, I think it was already the second plane that, was, that had hit the building, Right. and I just, you know, I just watched, you know, because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know that it was real. Right. And then uh, all of a sudden, the, somebody came on, and they're saying they had just hit the second plane had just hit the the the, the tower. Yeah. And I saw these people crying and falling off and just jumping and all this ashes. Oh Lord, I was just crying so much. That yeah, was overwhelming. I, it really kicked in. What did you know, What did you that. do when you when you saw all of that and you had all of that emotion working inside of you? What, how did you react to it? What did you do? I, I don't know. I was just praying. I said, "Oh Lord, this yeah. can't be happening." Yeah. I said, "What's going on?" And I, I, I was just crying so, so bad. Well, I'm telling and, you, the immediate emotional response that we have is uh, overwhelming and important, and it's significant because it's supposed to have an impact on what we're going to do next and what we're going to be thinking about next. It's really easy for us to lose track of that and get distracted. Listen, also, you know, if you're out there and you did something afterwards, you traveled to New York or you went somewhere to to Washington to help or you you were called in because you're a responder to help in one of those locations or you did something else somewhere else that was a a reaction to these terrorist attacks, maybe you gave blood or uh, something else, then also feel free to call in and share that with us too. I, I know we also have Gail on the line. Gail, appreciate your calling. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? Well, first I want to say thank you for um, allowing me to come on the air. Oh, thanks for calling. Um, I lived on a military base at the time. My husband was in the Army at the time. Wow. Stationed in for, on Fort Huachuca, Arizona. Well, you guys had to be thinking twice as much about what the ramifications of this were going to be. Right. And that morning when we got up, I was preparing for Bible study to um, get ready to go to Bible study there on post. And right. my husband was preparing to go to work. And he tells me to come in there, come in the living room. And I went and took a look, and I thought he was watching a movie. I was like, Anna, 
I thought it was a, a movie. Right. Looking at and Couldn't be said, real. Right. He said, no, this is real. We're under attack. Yeah. So he went to work, and 30 minutes later, he came back home, and um, all of Post was locked down. No one could go in. No one could go out. Wow. Um, then you know the things wives, have changed. Yeah. Yes. No things have changed. Um, the yeah. wives could not gather together under one in one building. Right. Under one roof. Um so they sent all the children home. All the soldiers went home and instantly became on call. Wow. Um, there were soldiers that left that day. Uh, a lot of wow. my neighbors left that day. Yeah, I don't know if everybody remembers, but right after the attacks, we started hearing that there were bombings taking place that evening in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we were thinking, you know, somehow or another, maybe we were involved in that already. It didn't turn out to be us. It was someone from the Northern Alliance that was attacking them. But I think we all were uh, anxious for something to be done as, uh, you know, in, in reaction to this. Um, I appreciate that call. Thanks very much. Uh, I think uh, we also have Marie on the line. Uh, Marie, uh, is that right? Do I have the right person? Oh, sorry, I got the wrong person there. Listen, I, I want to I mention something else to you while we're talking here for a second. Back in the Soviet period, uh, our uh, pastor back then, Dr. W.A. Criswell, who pastored the First Baptist Church for a long time, um, he was preaching a sermon. Again, this is back during the Soviet era. He was preaching a sermon, and he made some comments uh, about our country and the repentance that we needed to experience, which is always true. We need to make things right. But he also made some predictions about what he thought was going to be happening in the next war, that it would be fought here. So I just want to take a minute for us to hear just a a portion of that sermon. You don't have to agree with everything he said. I just want you to hear uh, what he was commenting on a long time before these attacks started taking place on our soil. And when Habakkuk asked about the destruction of Judah and Jerusalem at the hand of the bitter and ruthless and hasty Babylonian. God said to Habakkuk, I have ordained them for judgment and established them for corruption. All I know is this, if there is not a repentance and a getting right and a turning to God on the part of America, I think, according to the word, God is going to use the Islamic world, the Mohammedan world, and the atheistic communist world to chasten America. And I cringe before the day. God in heaven, the next war will not be fought over there, over there. The next war will be fought up here. It will rain livid death and fire from the sky. Up here, he means around here. It's going to be fought in this area, this place, and raining fire from the sky. Now, I'm not, I'm not pretending that he was a prophet or that he was standing there and predicting what was going to happen next. I'm just saying it wasn't hard to figure out that eventually someone was going to bring the battle to us. And I'm also not saying that, oh, it's our fault that it happened because we were so sinful. We are sinful. We do need to repent. Our nation needs to be right with God. But none of that means that we're looking back on what caused this and saying it's our fault that this came to pass. It may be our fault, but we can't know that. What we do know is men who were evil perpetrated an evil act on people who were just going to work to take care of their families. And there's no justification for that, no matter how hard we try. I know we have Abby on the line also. Abby, I appreciate you calling. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us? Well, I remember very vividly what happened, um, you know, that day and what was going on uh-huh. in, in my life. Personally, the same year, in 2001, I had graduated high school. Right. Um, the month before I turned 18, and it was really weird because my complete career goals had to change wow. that day. Right. 
wanting to be a flight attendant. Oh, my goodness. I had finally turned 18 so that I could do it. Right. Months later, that's what happened. So, no, of course, no one was hiring. You right. know? And at the same time, my uh, older brother had just joined the Army Reserves, and he had graduated boot camp that previous weekend. Right. And, you know, he joined so that he could afford to go So to you college. knew your life had changed. You knew his life had changed. Absolutely. Uh, Everything yeah. was completely changed. And it's just odd yeah. to look back on it now. Right. Six years later, I'm 24 years old, and, and my life is in a completely different direction. What are you doing now, by the way? Well, I'm actually in school um, to be a teacher. All right. And um, currently I'm an insurance agent. So, you know, things yeah. that I never would have thought that I would actually accomplish so you're an insurance agent, but the Lord's going to deliver you from that and put you in teaching. I'm just kidding. Uh, I appreciate that. And the Lord does redirect our lives sometimes, but he can make good out of it. And obviously he's made good out of it in your life. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. I know we also have uh, Marie on the line. Marie, thanks for calling. This is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? Yes, thank you for taking my call. Um, I was at work the day this occurred. I did not actually see see it as it was happening, thank goodness, Right. but we were in a, a seminar, and our administrative assistant called our director and um, clued him in on what was going on, and of course, a lot of the women to go get their kids up. It was just chaos. Wow. I was in just kind of a shocky state, but my big thing happened three days afterwards. I found out that... My closest friend, who was a sister to me, we were both only children. Right. We went through all 12 grades of school together. Right. And after graduation, she married and moved up north. Oh. Uh, she was on that second plane. You're kidding. No. Oh, man. And um, her parents had divorced when we were in uh, middle school, and I know how yeah. devastated she was. Yeah. And they always say that there's something good that comes out of uh, bad things. And right. um, her parents are now remarried. <laughs> and I just miss her so much. They never found her, you know. Right. Um, wow, I'm so sorry to hear about that. I, I know that even makes it more devastating that you know someone personally I had uh, who died that day. I had about a month before it occurred. We kept wow. in contact very routinely. Right. And talked about our grandkids right. and what have you. And she was on a uh, business trip, and she was on that second plane that yeah. went just, into the Just trying tower. to conduct her business and then not able to uh, proceed from there. I appreciate you sharing that with us, and, you know, we'll be praying for you. I know a loss like that doesn't just go away, <clears throat> not even after six years. So uh, we, we surely are grateful for you being willing to share that with us, Marie. Marilyn, I know you're also on the line, and uh, Marilyn, this is Barry Creamer. What do you have for us today? I appreciate your calling. Well, thank you. I just wanted to tell you that today's my birthday. Oh, my. Changed the oh, meaning yeah. of your birthday every year, didn't it? I know. Every every time I go to the grocery store or somebody has to write down my birthday, they say, oh, you have the bad birthday. Yeah. You know, my father-in-law's birthday is December 7th. So uh, mm. that's, that's you know, it, for him, it was Pearl Harbor mm. Day, and, he's in, in his, and his birthday wasn't far removed from the day itself. So I, exactly. I can imagine <laughs> what you've been through. So uh, how did you react that day? Real well, quickly, we're well, almost out of time. Yeah, my anniversary was uh, was last week, and my husband and I were on a cruise trip to Alaska. Right. And, and on September 11th, we were about ready to leave the ship to go on um, an excursion, and that's um, when the planes hit, and we were wow. 
just devastated. Right, and I bet you had a really difficult time getting home. You better uh, believe Everybody it. had a hard time traveling back. All of us know people that were traveling and stranded as a result of that day. Listen, uh, I appreciate all the calls we've had so far. Those of you who are on the line and holding, I appreciate that. Uh, we're going to come back and continue to talk about these things right after the break. Uh, I also uh, want to invite you to consider during this last segment uh, what you think about Muslims. Are all Muslims out to attack the U.S.? Of course not. Uh, is Islam, though, in its traditional sense, somehow at odds with Christianity and with America? We'll talk about that a little bit in the next segment. We'll give you time to share the things you were going through on September 11th, 2001. This is Barry Creamer for Jerry Johnson. Hang on through the break, and uh, we'll make it worth your time. A legacy of equipping believers, training leaders to be effective in their walk with Christ. That heritage continues at the Criswell College in Dallas, and you can see it firsthand. Thursday, September 13th, come to Preview Day and learn how an education at the Criswell College will prepare you for a future of ministry and a lifetime of service. The Criswell College will grow you spiritually and academically and focus your Christian worldview. Come meet the professors, have lunch, and with two sessions, pick from a list of classes to observe firsthand and ask any questions you may have. Your reservation is waiting for Preview Day, September 13th. Call 800-899-0012. That's 800-899-0012. And you'll find more details on the web at chriswell.edu. Take advantage and see the worldwide opportunities the Criswell College can afford you as a full-time student or with classes to round out a biblically-based education. Call 800-899-0012 and reserve your place at Preview Day at the Criswell College in Dallas. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now, here's today's host, Dr. Barry Creamer. Hey, welcome back. This is Barry Creamer for Jerry Johnson again. We've been talking about September 11th, 2001, because this is the sixth anniversary, obviously, of that date. And uh, we have a caller on the line already. I want to remind you, if you'd like to call in, you're going to have to call in early in this segment to fit in. Uh, we've got uh, callers on the line. Plus, uh, But we do want to hear from you if you can. So the number is 1-800-881-9270. You feel free to call in, share with us what you were doing that day, how you tried to make a difference, what your reaction was, whatever it is you remember about September 11th, 2001. Again, the number is 1-800-881-9270. Roy, I know you're on the road. You've been holding for a while. I appreciate that. What do you have for us today? Yeah, I pulled over when I went when I got back through to make sure I don't lose it. Hey, thanks, I'll bro. never forget it because that day I happened to be sitting out in uh, Bakersfield, California, at the truck stop. I uh-huh. live in Pennsylvania. Oh wow! I had a run out there, and it didn't dawn on me till after it happened because I went in about like that lady. I went in the truck stop to brush my teeth and everything, and I saw the first tower burning, and the plane hit the second. Right. And I'm like her. I thought somebody's making a sick movie. But then when I did see it, it dawned on me, as of Sunday, before sundown, Sunday evening, all of the people of that descent, of the, let's say the Iranian, well, not Iranian, but of that descent from the Middle East, that drive truck, after Sunday evening and sundown, you didn't see no more of them They've... up until a couple of days after this happened. Right. Probably scared to death, by the way. Uh, I mean, no, this was before it happened. They stopped no. being out. 
Oh, yeah, I understand. Well, I don't know that there was a worldwide or national conspiracy about it, but I, I do understand what you're saying, and I appreciate your call. I know uh, we also have Gene on the line. Uh, Gene, this is Barry Kramer. I appreciate your calling. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. I remember uh, I was at home when I heard about the first plane crash, and I stayed home that day uh, rather than go in, and I remember aching for when we realized that it was an attack. Right. I remember aching like you ache for a... Sure. A rebellious teenager. Yeah, sure. And you pray and sacrifice and fast and yeah, everything like that. And and um, in the years past, I, every time at the first of a baseball game, when I hear that song sung, I just tears come to my eyes, and it was so disheartening. Right. Um, to hear, oh, to see what Roseanne Barr did. Oh, man. Song. Oh, yeah, because sure. America sure. is like one of my children. Yeah, and you know, uh, events like this, uh, and, and of course there are no other events exactly like this, but that event really did remind us of how unbelievably gracious God has been to give us the gift of this nation and how much for granted we've taken it and how far we've let it go from what we ought to be doing as our responsibility in, in relationship to that country, to our society. Uh, and I'm talking in every domain of our lives. So uh, I appreciate your call and the reminder of the intense emotion, really the aching, the yearning that we had on that day for peace to return and for that sorrow to be gone and for all the grief that was going on personally somehow to be rectified. Mark, I know you've also been holding on the line. I appreciate your calling. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What do you I have remember, for us? I Go remember ahead. on September 11th, I was actually at work, and that, that day I, I, I worked for the American Track Society. Oh, okay. And uh, we were there all watching around the television as things were beginning to unfold, and uh, it was just kind of a holy moment where everyone there in the company came together and uh, just knelt down and said, "God, what what can we do, and then what what needs to happen?" And and I know as we we began to stand up, we realized that this was a moment that we we knew that this was God trying to reach out and touch people's hearts. Right. And so we we got busy and, and and started preparing things, of course, to, you know, to to get out to the public. And people came around us, and and within the next few days, we had over a million tracks that went up into the hands of the people in New York City. Yeah, fantastic. And, and, and all of the people around it. And it was just it was just a, a great blessing to watch something yeah. positive come I, out of something. I'll positive. guarantee you. I, I really appreciate that call because I, I will guarantee you, Mark, that. Uh, the impact we have as Christians in answer to the question, uh, what do you, how do you respond to evil being in the world if God is good? I will guarantee you that our response of doing ministry, actually caring for people, finding out what we can do to make a difference in their lives, has ten times the impact. Now, I'm a philosopher, so I love apologetics. But I'll guarantee you the ministry we do has ten times the impact of the apologetic explanations that we give. So I really do appreciate that call. One more caller on the line. Ed, appreciate your call. What do you have for us today? just wanted to comment. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, sure. Thanks for calling and listening. I just wanted to comment with regard to the uh, excerpt from Dr. Criswell that you have played earlier. Yes. And surely what came to my mind as I heard this is, uh, uh, excuse me, Amos 3.7. Uh, Amos 3.7, surely the Sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his... Sure. And we know God has an intent, has a plan in everything that he does. ...to the nations, 
Right. And obviously, even to our nation, we may say that he perhaps did not have a, a direct revelation of what's going to happen in what time and place, but his message there surely will, have, as we look back in hindsight, give us some kind of clue. The Lord was revealing something to our nation and to uh, the need for repentance and right. revival. Yeah, I appreciate that, uh, Ed. I appreciate the call. My, uh, you know, my immediate reaction to all of our searching for what we're supposed to get from this, how we're supposed to respond to it, you know, number one is you do remember that it's the Lord who's in control. So uh, as Christians, you know, we might fear because we have honest emotions, but we're not supposed to live in or act on that fear. That's not what governs us. Our confidence in Christ is what governs us. So we're sure he's in charge, and we're sure that he knows what he's doing. So we don't have any any qualms about making those statements. But that's not the same as saying that I understand how to interpret this event for you, that I can tell you this is what you did wrong and that's why it happened to you. And, you know, one of the things that really disturbs me about our reaction to September 11th are uh, the people, uh, some of the things that disturb me are the people that uh, point a finger at how America has acted in the world and blame us for the attacks that took place on us. You know, it's a, and, it, and it's also true that the very people who attacked us were pointing the finger at us and saying, what did you think we were going to do? We were forced to do this. Did you know historically there is a tendency for persecutors to blame the persecuted for their trouble? Now, just briefly, I'm going to say this, but in Philippians 128, it says, in nothing terrified by your adversaries, which to them that terror is an evident token of perdition. It's your fault, but to you, it's an evident token of salvation and that of God. That is, we recognize that even though when people are evil, they do things and blame you for the very things they're doing to you, we realize that it is God who's going to show himself mighty on our behalf in the end. And it's, and it's God who we trust. You remember right after 9-11, flags were flying. People were talking about how important their family was and the time they were going to spend with their family. And they were going to say thanks to the people they needed to say thanks to. And they were going to say, I love you, to the people they needed to say, I love you, to. They were prioritizing their lives. They were recognizing the things that were most important to them. They were remembering their frailty and the brevity of time we have in this world. Listen, the world has changed since September 11th, 2001. But the Lord has not changed. And so I want you to remember September 11th, but more importantly, to remember the Lord. This is Jerry Johnson Live. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live a Christian Worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.